happened? Can you just please drive? Did you see something? Describe seeing an entity that takes on the form of your worst fears. Oh my god. What are you looking at? What did you see? What is wrong with you? Please stop it! We can't stay here. Every contact we have had with the outside has brought us death. Your kids. They deserve hope. Every single decision I have made has been for them. Hello and welcome to Fan Critical. Yay! Len, our previous glorious leader. He's in Rwanda. He's still Rwanda. He's still in Rwanda doing his missionary work, um, mm. trying to get everyone subscribed to Fan Critical. <laughs> That's exactly um, what It's the doing, God's yeah. work. It's the Lord's work. Um, so he's still there. So you're still stuck with us, I'm afraid. Um, I am joined by John. Hello there, everybody. And by Gareth. Hello there, everybody. Yes, you well, know. Hold on, get your own little thing. Well, I was—I had already said I was going to say that. Oh, yeah. God. Now, in in the spirit of the film that we are um, about to discuss, Bird Ooh. Box, um, I will from now on just be referring to as boy and girl. So, who would you like to be referred to as? Well, let's be honest. Come on. Don't don't mind. <laughs> okay. Don't mind. John, you know, your girl. Modern world. Gaz, your boy. <laughs> now I do mind. You know, I'm old school. <laughs> so, and look at us for. Fuck's sake. You could have been boy if you played your cards right. Oh, I don't it's... want to be either. Well, all right. You can be the one that dies straight away. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're covering Bird Box, the uh, Netflix, Netflix sensation that has spawned a thousand memes. Weird, so many memes. Why has this happened? Uh, that is one of my questions. Why? Let's start with that. Why? Why is it so memeable? The, I, I, think, I think one of the big things is... Hype versus reality. Does that mean? <laughs> That's management speak, and I know you hate that, Gareth. <laughs> when something is hyped up as much as this is, and if for a lot of people it doesn't meet those expectations, then mayhaps it is taking the piss out of a little bit, and that's where we've come that's why it's it's come come to meme meme town so do you think it's the sort of venn diagram of hype versus reality which is kind of what you said before and in the middle it's like fertile <laughs> meme ground yeah i'm not sure the venn diagram is the 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 most apt type of what graph um, would you visual use display of data uh, i'd be using a line graph to be honest and it's whether it, it the line goes <laughs> where up, you want it to where go the line goes. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that ties in nicely it is weird um, though like, it is is this the most <clears throat> memed netflix show ever i i mean i don't know about that but what is them well if you're I so don't smart no but what i do know <laughs> is that 70 percent and again this was like a couple of weeks ago so 70 percent of all netflix subscribers had watched at least 40 minutes of this film like that is, but are their just... stats accurate? Because I feel like they ha- yes, they, they never are, they never they release have the computer, and the computer does analysis, and the analysis says that number. So I am willing to trust the computer more than your gut, Lucy. I don't have honest. a gut. I mean, I do. 
have a gut, but <laughs> gutted. Yeah. yeah well. so um, this is such a data heavy episode of fan critical so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to make it so data heavy and but then is, heavy. But, but what is the? I mean, it, it's like a marketing triumph. This this film. Hundred percent. Um, who started these memes? Did did Netflix just tweet out a couple of like? Is a blind person, and well, I mean, how did how did that? Happen? You you watch the the film, and then there are so many. I mean, so many funny people on Twitter that make these hilarious memes, <laughs> and and then it's just Thanks. they they mainly John, <laughs> they they just take off and they like they mutate beyond the the film beyond any like meaning, and they're beginning to die off now. But I do think, and this is some of the power of um, social media. Like these water cooler moments that you got like in the nineties and the noughties with everyone talking about something. It all comes now from the combination of Netflix and social media. You see all these memes, you're like, what the fuck is this? Why mm. has Sandra Bullock got a blindfold on? I only watched this <laughs> film because we were doing the podcast, but I I was I'd seen so much of um of content on it on mm. social media. And yeah. as you say, marketing triumph. They didn't have to lift a finger. Mm. Twitter the tweeters. Yeah just did it for them it's crazy and it's an absolute marketing triumph but it's also spawned the bird box challenge where people try and go about their daily life wearing a blindfold which has led to numerous car crashes a teen girl in utah crashed that car quite badly driving it blindfolded why is she doing that it's fucking natural selection to be honest mental it is is mad and make sure that you follow us on twitter (laughs) yes for more of that kind of content we're just going to get the funny stuff out of the way before we do the bloobs um we've talked about the challenge if you could make a film based on any kind of viral challenge that you've seen what would you do and why gaz jesus oh wow purple um planking because great one I I hated it because it sort of sort of scared me. I don't know why. Like seeing people in that position was <laughs> was really eerie. And I like movies that are like eerie and disturbing. And I think a movie about planking could be could have. So lots if you of go outside and open your eyes, you'll plank. What would you say, John? Um, I don't know if this qualifies, but you know, I am a Londoner and I am old school. Um, You're not even that old. I'm not that old that I'm now going to go, you know, the chimney sweeping The thing. knees up rather brown um, Happy slapping. Remember that, that is old school, yeah. That is old school. I think there has been films about that. I don't know, is there? Actually, I think I read a book about it. Oh, there was a Bill Murray I'm old school film too. about uh, happy slapping. <laughs> I mean, one of the uh, storylines in Groundhog Day is a happy slapping incident. <laughs> and that's what impresses her to... Go out with him. I'm unsure whether or not uh, there are some listeners that know what happy slapping is. Um, but happy slapping was an awful thing. Uh, that John that, used to do. Um, no, that I definitely didn't. Um, I'd be the sort of person that would be like, oh, that is awful. And then just don't care, really. Um, but it was lots of young people, uh, basically, with their, with their camera phones. Uh, so we're talking, I don't know, eight years ago, probably. Ten years ago? Yeah. About ten years ago. Just go around and just film them slapping other people. Um, and it got a little bit out of hand. Uh, and now we have the knife culture in London. So, but. <laughs> it's a direct result. There is definitely a film to be made out of that. Um, I think it'd be pretty good. Yeah. I'm probably not... make more sense than Bird Box, to be honest. I like your uh, considered answers. I'd probably do the Ice Box Challenge, Ice, bu- bleh, ice Bucket Challenge. 
and just people well, getting day, attacked. The day after tomorrow, that's... Uh... No, Wolves is that film. It's just, everything goes wrong, but the real threat is Wolves. Stupid film. Anyway. Wanderers. Yeah. Len would hate Kevin that. Doyle. Reference to football. I know. Oh, Americans God. won't know. <laughs> that's um, getting cut, mate. <laughs> so we've had, a, we've had a little chuckle, and I'm liking where your energy's at with the, uh, the challenges. But back to the film, Bird Box. What were your thoughts and blueberries coming to you first, Gareth? So, yeah, for those who are, are new to the fan critical um, movement, I think we can we can call it now. Welcome. Um, <laughs> the blueberry system is our, our rating system. Um, we rate things on a scale of zero to five. I mean, technically zero to five, because I don't think anything has been so bad that it's received a zero yet. Yet. I mean, a zero is an extreme case, but um, five blueberries being the most you can give something obviously and zero blueberries being the least you can give out you cannot have half a blueberry so it can be tough and it can be it can feel harsh sometimes but um i think there's a lot of clarity in the blueberry system it is a harsh um, but fair scale i think yeah, we're all agreed fair but firm. so bird box one of those things where uh you hear the concept and you see the trailers and some screenshots and you think this looks really interesting. This looks properly creepy and disturbing and mysterious and eerie. And and I was I was really looking forward to, to watching it. The disappointment by the end of it is overriding and and it's a shame because I think it's probably one of those things where if it didn't have the hype it would be okay. Um, but because it had so much hype and because there was so much build up to it, it just felt really, really disappointing. And for that reason, I'm going to have to give it a two blueberry score. Oh, my goodness me. Which feels um, a bit mean um, because, wow. like I say, in, in isolation, it's probably not the worst. Um, but so many things about this annoyed me. And... Um, you know, like why, why are you just calling them boy and girl? I'm so angry about that. So angry that that's that's their name. It doesn't make any sense. Just because you've um, ended up as girl in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, absolutely nothing wrong with that, Lucy. And I would care. I would ask you not to disparage either of our, our genders. <laughs> Equally good genders. Please don't assume my gender. Um, <laughs> I think that again, uh, it's it's another because I mean we we've just done we we did Bandersnatch recently. It's another one where the concept is great and with proper execution, it could be a fantastic movie. And instead, it's it's fallen flat and it's disappointing and it's become the butt of many a joke. I'm going to go next. Go for it. Because um, I agree with Gareth. Um, oh my word! I I watched the. I didn't. I think I mentioned earlier, I didn't watch the film um, voluntarily. I watched it to to be able to cover it in the podcast. Um, And I managed to escape it for a month or so from um, when it was released, precisely because of all the hype. Um, And I read the reviews and none of the reviews are that good. But it it was actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But I still didn't think it was, it wasn't scary. So it was meant to be scary, sort of creepy film. wasn't scary. I didn't feel a sense of peril, really. It was one of, I mean, I suppose we'll get onto it, but the high, one of the high points was kind of seeing 
it sounds stupid, but how it would be to have to walk around without being able to see and to be have your sight covered and that kind of thing in small moments. But mm. um, I thought Sandra Bullock was very good and I thought she held the film together, but I would also give it a two blueberries out of five because it didn't really amount to anything and I just it just didn't really do anything for me, good Fair or enough. bad. So, yeah, two. John? Fair enough. Um well, famously, I'm I'm the positive one. Um, they call me the hype McCann. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really <gasps> enjoyed it. I hadn't seen a trailer. I mainly because I was stuck in Australia, uh, and trailers are officially banned uh, down under. So I hadn't seen. Um, so I hadn't seen much of Bird Box other than. A few pictures of a blindfolded, um, a blindfolded bullock, mm. um, and I liked I liked the fact that I was going in not really knowing what is going on in this film. Um, I genuinely think the uh, the first two thirds of of the film are excellent. I really really enjoyed it. I think they. My only disappointment is uh, I, I don't really understand why they decide to do flashbacks of it so you start mm. off with her in the boat and it's like I, I don't really know what the point in that was because it sets up that you know everyone that you quite like is is going to die um, and I don't really like that in in films or tv shows that there should be a reason why you, you're kind of going back and forth I, I don't think that they needed to structure the film in such a way having said that um, for the most part I was I was massively intrigued um, I think it was quite creepy in stages, to be honest. Um, I'm a massive fan uh, of kind of zombie films and like apocalyptic kind of end of days, I think is, is referenced at some point. Um, John Malkovich is a bit of a random casting choice. Uh, he's bizarre. Chewing I, I scenery I, I as well. I have no idea what he's doing in this film, I have to say. Uh, he can't have been cheap to hire for this film. Um but uh, you're not going to see this coming, uh, much like Bullock. But I'm going to give this four blueberries. Oh my lord! Yeah, double what me and Gaz. That's what I gave. do. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know what? Actually, you, I've just been reflecting. Gaz, you can't change now. <laughs> he gives it. He gives it five. I, just because John liked it. I actually no. I love it. I think it's a five blueberries. <laughs> no. 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 I think. I, I do think. On upon reflection. I might have got a bit carried away with my anger. It might be a it might be a three blueberry. Well, well I don't you, think I can what, allow it. I'm afraid. I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll, I'll got... tell you what we do, Gaz. Why don't you score it again at the end of this pod? Absolutely not. I've got a I've got a rain in the spirit of Len and say absolutely not. Okay, so um, I've just had a wire in um, from Len in Rwanda with his score. John, would you like to do the honours and tell us Len's score? I bet it's six out of five. Um, it is seven um, <laughs> blueberries. Uh, he hasn't really sent his score in, but I know oh. he's, he's going to give it five out of five. Probably. Uh, this is the type of A film. beautifully made piece of film, he'll Len, say. Len will love this film. Um, it's I, so Len. I'm willing to bet uh, at least... A couple of blueberries. I'm not made of blueberry, man. 
But if I was, I would bet a couple of them that Len will give this five bloobs out of five. Yeah, I think I'll make you right on that. Um, so kind of a mixed bag. So we've gone up in gradients a bit. Me with two, Gaz with three, John very unexpectedly with four. Um, so kind of a mixed bag, but I think generally... Actually, I can't really give it a, an average because... Let's not worry about the average. I was that. negative. What and is this average that you're I don't to know. I was just trying to give a general consensus of us, but I don't think we have one. Just by the way, I, I watched it with Len and I can tell you what his blueberry score would be. Just So I can tell you that Len didn't actually love it as much as you think. He um, he was a bit disappointed in it. Um, I don't I don't know his specific blueberry score, but given the way that he spoke about it, I'm going to suggest his score was a three blueberry. No, just like me, he gave it a five. Hmm. Fact. Interesting. A bit of uh, opposition coming into the worldview that Len loves everything. Back to the film. Um, it's based on the book of the same name, and it stars Sandra Bullock as Mallory. I think you find the book is called Bird Book, but. Carry on. <laughs> Based on a box called Bird Book. <laughs> um, so when we the film opens with a blindfolded Sandra Bullock telling a young boy and a young girl that they have to do exactly what she says. They must keep their eyes covered no matter what. Um, that in itself is a creepy beginning. It's a, it's a fairly ominous um, beginning. What did you think of it? You've already said creepy. I was annoyed at the fact that she was just calling them boy and girl. Straight away, that put me offside. I was like, "Why? what are you doing that for? I mean, I I see where you're coming from, but when you watch the whole film, I think she probably did that because she thought, almost like this is going to sound awful, but like you're not going to name like the goat you're rearing to slaughter because you don't want to get attached to it. I think she didn't name them because she thought, if they don't survive, it's going to make it even worse. So then when, like spoiler warning, jumping to the end, when they are finally <laughs> safe... That's when she names them because she knows they have a chance to survive and she's not going to lose them. And I think that's why. Yeah, but 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 that's I mean that's ridiculous. Either you care about the kids or you don't. And whether they whether they're called Nathan and Jennifer or boy and girl, it doesn't really make a difference, does it? Like if Maybe you it want does them to, to survive, oh, I think it's it's a pointless it's a pointlessly stupid addition. Like there is no need, and it's. I, I sort of stupid. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Um, I think the idea is probably more along the lines of uh, she's trying to be regimented and very like strict, and this is the way it is, and you need to. It's almost like army like. She's like, definitely army like. Yeah. yeah. So and and the kids are drilled. You know, it's not like it's oh come on, Robin and Molly or Bo or whatever silly name kids are getting these days. Um, I'm not having to go at any Molly's. I quite like Bo. Robin is fine. Um, but Bo, Apple and Molly's Banana are name. all silly names for kids. Um, mm. Whereas boy and girl, that's very like, look, you know, it doesn't matter what your name is in a very kind of Dwayne Johnson way. Um, <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Rocky the Johnson Dwayne. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's... it's She's the drill sergeant, and it's don't worry about your name. Just fucking don't survive. Take, stop taking that fucking thing off. I've said before, you're not allowed to look at some random thing. Do exactly what I say. And can we discuss this random thing? What random thing? Are you having a laugh? The thing that they're not allowed to look at. Oh yeah, well we're we're getting on to that. Okay, so <laughs> we've discussed the opening, creepy, um, and as John has mentioned, it is a split 
timeline ting. So <laughs> that's the sort of, I guess, the present day. Yeah. John can't deal with Ting. Um, I, can't be dealing, I, I can't be dealing with Ting. That's no. the present day. Um, and then we go back <laughs> to how it all began, how this disaster befell mankind. So mm-hmm. we learn by a few quite creepy set pieces that due to unexplained forces, people are seemingly being driven to kill themselves because of something they see when they're outdoors, which leads to the now infamous blindfolds. Um, to make matters worse, the phenomenon has a different effect on some people and makes them determined to force others to view the great outdoors and therefore kill themselves. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts of these as a premise and why is there a sudden increase in <laughs> <Premise>. sensory premise? <laughs> Whatever. It's French. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Read a yeah. fucking book. Um, yeah. I don't want it. Bird book the box. Um, <laughs> why is there suddenly a proliferation of sensory Ooh. deprivation horrors? I mean, we've had... A Quiet Place, which this riffs on quite heavily, I think. Yeah. Um, and Don't Breathe, and now this. Mm. What is it speaking to about our society and the way we're living now that this is such a, a modern fear? Mm. Because we're, we're overstimulated at the moment, aren't we? So I guess that cuts to one of our biggest fears is, is losing that overstimulation, maybe. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Fact. That could be quite Black Mirror, Mirian. That's the answer. John, do you want to add to that? We know that there are certain countries, and we're not going to have a go at, at them, um, but it is America. Um, it's a very gluttonous country, um, and they obviously have an obese problem. And apparently, and, and this is this is science, I've, I read science the other day, um, there are a small percentage of people um, that are just losing their taste. It's just they just eat and they can't even taste what they're eating because they they just gobble it and they gobble it right up. Mm, consuming um, too much. So that's science. That's definitely science, and I've read that. Um, so there you go. Maybe it's that. Maybe it is a, a societal <laughs> kind of gluttony thing. Mm, or maybe I mean I don't know what you were like when you were teenagers, but fear of the outdoors. Did I not want to leave my house? So maybe it's the <laughs> thing of just we're all, we're all afraid of nature and we don't want to go out there. Yeah. We just want to stay indoors looking at our phones with our sight. I mean, there's a bad message there somewhere. It's like, well... Better in than know, out. Don't... Ugh. But, you know, don't don't confront your fears because if you do, if you try and confront the fear, you're dead immediately. And it's like, oh, come on now. I'll be like, ah, come on, let's have it. Um, no, there's a there's a great saying. It's actually from uh, from Game of Thrones, but... The only time you can be brave is when you're afraid. Yeah. I think Ly- uh, Mufasa said that as well, no? Yeah, he does. I'm only yeah. brave because I have to be. Aww. said, Simba, don't open your eyes and look at that thing over there. Get a blindfold at all times. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. Is, uh, I mean, the wider message from the film is, is more kind of, is the accidental kind of thing with with social media and and its obsession and the fact we've now got people that are deciding it's a great idea (laughs) to drive a car blindfolded it's Mm. like oh come on now um but that's very clever in the film how they do that i I like that yeah that was i mean what i what i did like is that um it kind of grappled with the actual day-to-day of like you can't look outside how are you gonna live (laughs) 
what are you gonna do you are gonna have to drive blind but do you know what i mean or like even when when she's walking through the woods and it's like she trips over like yes you would or who's gonna steer us down this river Mm. i'm not saying that's an everyday occurrence but it's no way um (laughs) like when they have to go to the store as well it's just very like zombie movie like i love all that survival mode there there are there are definitely parts of it that remind me of kind of dawn of the dead now obviously the message there at least in the original is uh, this obsession with consumerism Mm. yeah um and then the one in 2004 is just like don't worry about that it's just this cool zombie movie and it's like actually i prefer this um so yeah there there are definitely kind of romero-esque vibes in this film but i think it's still hard to actually get a message from it like what is what is the message is it just like overconsumption of social media does it need to have a message no i agree but i think these kind of films like john has said with like the zombie films there is usually well there used to be um with (laughs) with horror and sci-fi some kind of underlying message Mm. like a social commentary um and it's hard. I feel like there is one with this, but I just can't grasp it, which is why yeah, I was wondering. As I say, I, I think the more interesting conversations to come out of this film are not necessarily... And this is not a dig at, at the film, because um, as I say, I enjoyed it. Um, but the, the more interesting things to come out of the analysis of this film is uh, the impact of social media to drive... Uh, the success of this film is immense. Mm. I can't even imagine how much money this has made Netflix, this film. Because aside from the fact that it's marking it it to new subscribers, but as I say, 70% of all Netflix subscribers is mental. Um, they must be buzzing about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, that might be the more interesting thing. It's just the impact of uh, viewership via social media and blah, 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 and then this obsession and... Uh, I guess the memes and stuff are, are just silly, to be honest. And, and the bird box challenge is, is silly. There's nothing good to come out of it. I don't think there's any charitable aspect of it, is there? No, it's just, it is literally just bants for social media. Yeah. It's stupid and it's reckless. Yeah. Um, anyway. But hey, that's modern living. <laughs> it's stupid and it's reckless. But no, I think it's interesting what you say about how um, it kind of took over social media and how mm. it almost. Fascinating. Fascinating. It is. And it, it that that kind of gimmickiness it makes people watch and we've already mentioned how yeah. um I, I would love to see what uh scorsese would say about a film like this because uh he's always spoken about kind of streaming services i mean it, the irony now is that the irishman which is a oh, highly anticipated film this by year you, yeah. um by a lot of people um, that is a Netflix film. It is going to be released at the cinema, but then like a couple of weeks later, it will be on, on Netflix. So that's pointless. You might as well just do it straight to Netflix because if you're stupid enough to go to the cinema to see it, uh, knowing it's going to be on Netflix in two weeks, then more for you. Um, but I would be interested to see what his commentary is on something like this and its impact on the future of cinema. Um, but, I'm interested you know. in finding out what the Irishman challenge is going to be. <laughs> What do you reckon? Looking for Jimmy Hoffa. Um, so that is a brilliant joke. But obviously, if you have no idea what the Irishman is, you have, I mean, it's just going to go straight over your head. Anyway. Back to the show. Um, so we kind of spoke about the message or lack thereof. Um, but there was parts of it that kind of brought up questions, sort of moral questions like, what would you do? 
in this scenario. Um, so when we have some visitors, when the, the basically Sandra Bullock, who's pregnant, mm. um, she's leaving the hospital with her sister, Sarah Paulson, absolutely wasted because yeah. she is a fabulous actress. I was very excited when she popped up, but she mm. pops out almost straight away. Um, she leaves the hospital. <laughs> she's not pregnant. She, her sister sees whatever it is that causes you to want to kill yourself. Mm. Sandra Bullock doesn't, which is obviously a plot hole as well. Yeah. Um, there is a crash. Well, she's not looking, is she? She's not looking, but then she does look, and sister's already seen it and is already going loco. Um, she gets out of the car. There's a crash. Sister kills herself. Um, Sandra Bullock is rescued by a lady that was living in a house. Yeah. And she ends up holed up with a, a motley crew of survivors, which is when it goes into survivor movie mode, which you've mentioned, John, is a not a favorite genre, but a genre that you enjoy. I like it. I enjoy it. Definitely. Yeah. Us against the world, that kind of thing. Um, and what happens is, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen the film, This is the End, which is kind of reminded me of in some time at some points. Yeah. Which I love. Um, it is a comedy. But... It's, it's hilarious. I find it hilarious. Intruders come. They need help. <laughs> So a pregnant, well, a lady saying she's pregnant turns up at your. Sort well, of, hold on, what do you mean? You this just, is I'm asking. This you is saying this. she isn't pregnant, or what happens in the film is that a lady turns up at the door begging to be let in yeah. to where they're all sheltering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says she's pregnant. I mean, I don't think she actually does in the film, but in this <laughs> in this scenario we're uh, going okay, through, yeah, yeah. what would you do, John? Would you let her in uh, without any proof that she's pregnant? Yeah, I'd let her in. Would you? Yeah. No, you wouldn't. You're okay. a liar. More, more for me. Like, but to be honest, I've said before. Like, when it comes to apocalyptic things, uh, depending on what it is, if it's zombies uh, and they're competent zombies, not these ones that are just like and, and like they can't even run. Um, if it's like 28 days later, I'm just gonna fucking top myself because I, I just I, I can't be arsed with it. No. Too much, man. Don't have to get blood in your eye. There. I mean, we've all had bad days at work. And you're like, oh, I, I can't be asked with this job. Now, just imagine 10 times worse than that. And it's every day, every minute, every hour. No. Like, you wouldn't even be able to have a shower and relax. So zombies, no. But in this scenario, when, mm. you know, we're not aware of the contamination levels at this point. This is worse, though, because they, they can't even fight whatever it is. No. Blindfolds. Easy. It's not fighting, though, is it? You, I mean, prevention is better than the cure. Gaz, what would you do? Would you let the lady in? Well, first, I don't believe John. I don't. I don't think he's letting anyone in. No, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let you in. <laughs> please, please let me in. Oh, get out of here! You fuck off. That's... My house. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ah, oh, man, I, I would, and I know it would end up costing me as well. I would definitely fall victim to one of these one of these mentals because i believe everybody like i do that when when people come in and say oh please i'm i really need some help i'll be like oh all right and then somebody no no they might not they might be lying because they're crazy and are going to kill us all and i'd be like oh, but he said he's not crazy and he needs help see i do believe that soft touch yeah, soft touch. Yeah, a little bit. I think probably pregnant lady, yes. Crazy man, well, probably on. no. What do you mean? You, you just we don't, you don't even know that she. You just said you don't know she's pregnant. But if she's saying lying. that she is, and I probably would fall for that. Um, hello there. Yeah, I'm a pregnant lady. Some of us have <laughs> deep voices. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so 
I think I would let her in. I'm a pregnant lady, and these 20 fellas behind me, they're all pregnant ladies as well. No. Um, but that has to be said. The moment when... I'll um, be like, go next door to Gaz's house. He'll let you in. <laughs> he'll let you in. a place at his hearth for you. Um, We're having a party. So <laughs> you left over beer. Um, the, the moment when oh, Tom Hollander, when the... Babies have just been born, and he's trying to make them look out the window. That's pretty freaky. Oh pretty creepy, God. hey? I was fuming. That's horrific. <laughs> I, just, I was fuming. With who? With him. Yes. Right. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, one, why is he putting the birds in the freezer or whatever it is? Because like, they, they can, well... They're not even going to do anything. I they mean, can sense the entity, apparently. He's locked John Malkovich out. Um, and even if they do sense it, which they've done fuck all at this point, um, even if they do sense it, so what? Everyone, uh, no one knows. The other that. guy that's like, upstairs, it's not like they're even listening out for these little cheeping birds. You've got two women that are fucking giving birth at the same time. I think they're making more noise than these little birds that are stuck in the fridge. Like, it's silly. Also, why are they giving birth at the same time? They're due at the same time. But that's mental. The same minute. There what, is a like, yeah. But there's a there's like a, a woman thing, isn't there? I mean, that's I not have real. More science. That's that's not real. Oh, I don't know. What period thinking is not real? Well, I don't know. I used to oh, think it was, and I've lived with girls. But well, okay, so this is a film about uh, orbs of light that make people fucking kill themselves. Who said anything about orbs? <laughs> Just stop having to go orbs. <laughs> um, orbs could. <laughs> Um, but look, I think there's got to be a little suspension of disbelief, otherwise the film doesn't work. It's just a coincidence, and it works for the horrible scene. I can suspend my disbelief to believe that there's some kind of... We won't call them orbs, because that's offensive, apparently. <laughs> offensive but, to orbs. <laughs> but I, I can suspend disbelief to, to that point. Mm. Oh, why? Like That's a mental coincidence. That is a mental coincidence. You... <laughs> Like the two last pregnant ladies around, they happen to give birth in the same minute. Madness. Well, and yeah, it- I mean, a lot has been made of the plot holes in the film. Well, hold on, but maybe there's like some, uh, maybe the orbs are like, look, don't, <laughs> don't have a go at Stop them because they've got them babies. No, they want both of them, surely. But why does the horrible man make the babies look? Because he he doesn't speak orb, and the orb is like, no, leave them alone. Orbish. Question like, for you. He Question. Goes, what are you saying? I'll get the babies now, and the orbs are like, fucking hell. This is why we don't. This is why we shouldn't just speak to them. Just kill them. Just do. That. I've got a question for you. Go for it. If if the babies were exposed to the the orbs. entity, <laughs> what would they do? Because you know they don't have the means to kill themselves that's a really good question I, I've got to be honest now umbilical cord around the neck uh, so depressing <laughs> I mean that is so depressing honestly can we refrain from I don't what know, else could they do infantile or they could hold their breath suicide oh, they'll hold this their breath this is like the butterfly effect where yeah you know that's a bit mad. he manages to kill himself in the womb um, which is awful, really. So awful. there's historical precedent um, for this happening. I don't know if it's historical precedent, but um, I don't know. Like, I mean, the the slightly larger lady than Sandra Bullock, let's say, uh, she's just given birth. I'd imagine she's knackered. 
and again she's a, a larger lady now the she gets some sort of power when she sees the light and manages to get up run which uh, again amazed me um, she's not that um, big no but she's just given birth for oh, god's sake god lucy you just don't understand our struggle <laughs> um but she's thrown herself out of a window so i reckon the babies would just or maybe nothing would happen or they would also just throw themselves out the window but but the idea of the babies or one baby killing themselves that uh, the score of this film would plummet uh, cuz i'd hate that um if you think back to the lady that saves sandra bullock and then kills herself she mentioned seeing her mum and maybe the entities or the orbs however you want to describe I them think they're orbs. are making you they're making you see something that makes you want to die. Maybe in a good way, you know, like a, a relative or something. Not mm. in a good way, but you know what I mean. It's not a scary vision. So the babies don't have any memories, so maybe it wouldn't affect them because there's nothing that they, the orbs can use to compel them to kill themselves. But the orbs are like... Uh, <laughs> so, you know your mum who, uh, who passed away? Yep, Sandra. Yep, yep, yep. Um, she's not. She's actually... She's all right. Is She's here. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so if you just sit in that car and burn yourself alive... You can get to see your mum. I'm not having that. Yeah, but the babies don't have memories. But she said she saw her mum. Go on, Gaz. Yes, she did. I, but I don't think I don't think it's that. I don't think it's like you see something that's so upsetting or whatever that you decide to kill yourself. Because if that was the case, there would be people who, no matter what they saw or how depressing or how inviting killing yourself would feel, they would they would resist it what the film does is it makes it clear that there is no way of resisting so i don't think it's that it sort of tricks you into killing yourself it literally forces you to kill yourself like you know what i mean it's not it's not here's this thing that will probably make you kill yourself it's just <laughs> it's a compulsion which is why she runs i guess yeah yeah um i i, I think it would have been interesting if I can't remember his name, but the guy who um, gets tied up on the chair to look through the security footage, um, if they had managed to get in a split second earlier and catch him before he smashes, breaks his head on the um, on the floor, um, if they'd caught him and kept him tied up, like what he would have done or said or, you know, like if they'd managed to keep him there after seeing the thing and found out what was going on in his head that would have helped us to answer the what would happen to the baby question as well um but we didn't um yeah shame. he swallowed his own tongue probably that's what he'd do what's wrong with you what <laughs> it's you're just such a dark person i'm not i'm just thinking of ways you can kill yourself if yes. you don't have any means <laughs> yes but leave that to the other it's podcast research um yeah well Fair bit enough. of a dark section yeah. Make of that what you will, but it's dark times now. But I do think, um, as with many of these kinds of films, that for me was the scariest. Like this guy trying to force you to to look at something that he knows is going to kill you. And again, it's humanity that's the real scary thing because they can defend themselves to a degree against the um, entity and the orbs. Yeah. But when Gary, I think his name is Gary, the guy comes into the house, there's nothing that much they can do. 
when the film sort of skips forward five years and her and I think his name is Thomas. Tom, yeah. Tom Trevante Rhodes from uh, Moonlight. Very good actor. Yeah. Nice and guy. Predator as well. Is he in Predator? He's in the Predator, Ooh, yeah. Some blueberries off him for that. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, right. I thought you were saying, I thought you were saying good actor and Predator as well. <laughs> Sexual Predator. No, that's no. L- that's libel. Yeah. That Slander. Is, that is... He's not. Great actor, good guy, yeah. most likely. Um, but when he and Mallory like the orbs off, and not, the kids. Not Tom. Yeah, I blame, I blame the orbs. They're, they're sort of living. It seems like they've had a fairly uneventful five years <laughs> when they escape and um and then they get surrounded by these I don't know what we're gonna call them orbists, sighters. What should we call the people that <laughs> want like to make that. you Jesus, see? I wasn't expecting that. Sighters but, um, or orbists. Um remainers. <laughs> there you go, a bit of British comedy for you. Well they, um, they I don't know, just it morons. Call them all disciples, orbs. disciples of the orb. Yeah. Disciples of the orb. Yeah. When the disciples of the orb D-O-D. turn up to try and make them see, that's what's scary for me in the film. Rather than, oh, are they going to kill themselves now they've seen the sky? Do you know what I mean? It's the human element again mm. that makes it threatening and is scary. So really, it shows you that man is the greatest monster. <laughs> yeah. Is. Well, you say that, but it's not, is it? The orb made most of the world. Yeah, the orb is pretty bad. But you can defend yourself against the orb with a simple well, strip of you can fabric. Defend yourself. You can defend yourself against people. That's why like, they shoot them and run away from them. Yeah, but that's harder. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is it? Um, anyway. Flamethrower will put most of these disciples of the orb. Yeah, but when you can't see, you can't really um, get a flamethrower. I don't know. I, I think they're still knocking about. Um, you can still find them. <laughs> you can still find them. Elon Musk sells them. Um, Says it all. So there you go. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the the disciples annoy me. Um, I have more problems with them than I do the orbs. I mean, I don't know what the orbs are doing. I don't don't understand the point um, of them. Um, But that's fine. If they want to go about, you know, killing everyone, that's their prerogative. Um, but the disciple people, I mean, why are they doing it? What's the, what's their problem? How have they been manipulated? And why why is the orb even need them or want them? Like, what's going on there? I guess it's just a different reaction to the orb. Some people react sort of visceral, viscerally and mm. want to kill themselves, and others are kind of almost not employed, but compelled by the orb to do the orb's bidding. <laughs> yeah. As a true disciple of the orb. Yeah. So do you think they added to the film, Gareth, no. or do you think they um, they sort of took away from it, the disciples of the orb? <laughs> well, it's it's almost a bit offensive, isn't it, that it's like, um, oh yeah, anybody who's a bit mentally unstable is already insane, so they can't be driven crazy. And like, to what extent do you need to be crazy to for it to not impact you? Like... You know, if you're, I don't know, if you're sort of on the spectrum, does it not affect you? Where's the where's the line? Like, what what is it about these people that makes them not affected? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, it's I, obviously I, a part of the brain it's not affecting. <laughs> what do you mean, obviously? <laughs> I don't know. To me, so it's we obvious. have got a scientist on. Were you yeah. the one that wrote the book I read? 
Um, one thing I will say, I think we should probably move on from the disciples because this is rambling on a little bit. Um, I, in terms of creepiness, uh, the one that does add to the film, um, obviously the, the the British guy that goes and ruins everything in the house um, and puts the birds in the fucking freezer or fridge or whatever it is. Um, how scary is that guy that uh, approaches the boat? On the river, yeah, with Jesus. his light and everything. Oh, my yeah. word. With his light. Oh, he's got a light. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that, proper creepy. That bit is like, yeah. This is an obvious point to make, but he can see and she can't. And that's something so horrifying about being so vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's also the guy living in the freezer in the supermarket. He's pretty terrifying. He was pretty terrifying, yeah. He looked like a zombie. Oh, my word. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, performances. As I think I've mentioned, Sandra Bullock I thought was very good in this. And I think she carried it and kind of elevated it and made it what it was, as it were. Um what did you guys think, John? Good performance? Is she back to her best? It's a good performance. Um, <laughs> I, uh, look, as I say, I enjoyed the film. Um, I think Sandra Bullock uh, is great. Um, you know, she was great in Gravity. Um, you would have Miss thought too. Speed 2 that she was winding her career down, to be honest. But she's, um, she's really good in this film. I, I enjoyed her character. Um, she's still bloody good looking as well, isn't she? People are saying she looks like Michael Jackson. Oh, what? I think she looked good. I think she fine. Ow. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to see her in a role like the disciplinarian, almost like a, a sergeant, as we were saying in the mm. army. Yeah. Um, but I think her kind of grit, determination, and steel really carried the film. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I'm hoping we. She was in Ocean's Eight last year, and I'm hoping that not seen it. It's it's all right. It's fine. Um, it's entertaining enough. I'm hoping that we're gonna. This is gonna be the start of uh, a renaissance for her, just being in bigger films. Yeah, fair enough. Because she is a great actress, as we said. Um, now we've come to the ending now of the film, which differs from the book apparently. So we come to the ending um, after a, quite a treacherous journey through the woods with boy and girl. Mallory arrives. Um, the kind of refuge that was foretold to her on the walkie-talkie when she was in the her sort of shelter house with Tom. Um, and it transpires that it's a house for the blind, or it used to be a home for the blind, um, which I thought was quite a nice touch. But apparently in the book, it's not as positive an ending, and they do make it there, but it kind of turns out that people are blinding themselves while they're there, right. which is not that positive an ending um what did you think of the ending john i kind of saw it coming um, and, that, and that isn't you know i'm not that's not a pun i'm not trying to have a laugh there before it happened i did say to michelle uh who's my wife uh it's Ooh. gonna be it's gonna be a blind school it's a hundred percent it's gonna be a blind school uh and it was predictable um i'll tell you what would have been bloody good um if it was the mutant school, Professor oh, X. I would love that mashup. Crossover. That yeah. would have been amazing. I would not have seen that coming. And they would. I tell you what would have been better. Go on. Than that. Yeah, yeah. Is if it was the police academy, Ooh. and this was how Miss Congeniality started. Yes. 
It's a very sordid backstory for her, but yeah, maybe. Um, What do you think of the uh, book ending then, Gaz, in comparison to the film ending that we got? Excuse me? Um, I just said about how in the book, the... They get to the um, school for the deaf, but it turns out people are um, not deaf. Bloody hell. They, <laughs> they get to the school for the blind. So they do make it there, boy, girl, and Mallory. But it turns out that the people there are making themselves blind. So they oh. obviously they won't be susceptible to the orbs. Mm. Um, what do you think of that in comparison to the more positive ending that we got in the film? I, I think that's more in keeping with what we have for the majority of the film isn't it it um the positive ending's a little bit too positive um and the doctor I, turning I, up I was didn't... a bit weird yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah why 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 has that happened what's I, the well for a start it's the lead from bend it like beckham yep and she um, was in er <laughs> yep so you oh, know my word yeah she was in ER, was she? Mm-hmm. Right. I still I love mean, ER. So she's still knocking about wearing that stuff. Have they just called her up and went, have you still got the ER stuff? Ten years later. We got a film for you. <laughs> um, at last. Uh, How she got the gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we know anybody with some scrubs? Well, we've got Zach Braff. Um, He's not interested. Sarah um, Chalk. No Superman. Um, so yeah, I thought... The ending, I actually didn't mind the ending. I quite liked it. I liked that they got somewhere that could have been safe and they got to open the bird box, Ooh. wink, and let the little birdies free with their friends. Mm. Um, so I didn't mind it. Um, just to sort of wrap up on the film, yeah. it has not been without controversy Okay, yeah. outside of the uh, bird box challenges. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this, but there have been complaints that Netflix have used Real footage of, and you're going to have to forgive me for my pronunciation here, listeners, <laughs> the Lac Megantique um, train crash from 2013. What? So they used actual footage from that in oh, some Jesus of the scenes Christ. of carnage. Um, there have been what complaints by the survivors and the families of the victims. Well, but obviously Netflix... it's going to be the survivors that complain. I don't think people that were killed in the train crash. Well, I said crash. families of the victims, so well, irrelevant interlude there. So um, that's fact. But Netflix are refusing to remove it. So do you think that filmmakers have a responsibility to the families of such tragedies yes. to not show the last moments of their loved ones for entertainment value? Oh, yeah, it's a bit exploitative, isn't it? Yes. That's... It's it's being used in another film as well, apparently. What do you mean? Well, stock footage now, I guess. How's that work? I That's know. That's terrible. I know. That is terrible. I agree. Um, but Netflix are refusing to remove it. Well, for shame. I mean, is it their footage? Was it? Is it out of another Netflix documentary or something? I guess it's just from the news. <laughs> so lazy. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's cheaper than having to make your own explosion. Use it with actual people dying in it. Oh, I understand. Pretty but, bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to see the footage. If it's just some flames in the air, then all right. I mean, I can kind of understand, but... I mean, I don't actually remember it from the film. No, neither do I. I, I do. It's it's like a, an aerial aerial shot, isn't it? I think. Um, right. And I, if I'm remembering it correctly, and it's I don't know, um, because I, I didn't know about this when I watched it, so I wasn't sort of yeah particularly taking taking it in in any detail. But um, <laughs> you I mean, weren't just looking like an aerial shot, giggling away. Oh, God, um, I don't know. I mean. 
I think people have every right to be offended by that, don't Correct. they? Correct, yes. Yeah. I guess it just goes to show even... survivors. Yeah. Well, people survive. <laughs> I don't understand the problem. All, not everybody died. A lot of people did die, though. Yeah. That, well, yeah. <laughs> You're don't missing laugh. the point. <laughs> yeah. That, that is terrible. I can't believe that a major film uh, production company would... Use feel the need to use that. Well, yeah. I mean, fucking hell, would they, would they do the same thing with like September 11th or something? I just was out thinking of nowhere, that. just insert that. People would go berserk. Exactly. Um, has it has it made you want to change your, your blueberry score? In a way, yeah. To five blueberries because they were brave. But it just no, shows um, that um, it's not going to change my score. But I mean, fucking hell, what were they thinking, man? <laughs> but even that kind of controversy like doesn't um, sort of change people's view of it, and it's still. 70% of all Netflix uh, 70% of all Netflix subscribers have watched it mm. as we've heard from mm. Statmacan um Statcan yeah Statcan so yeah so i mean stat. it's kind of a, a almost a sour note to end the episode on yeah, but so you know because it's the <laughs> truth well don't worry there's more controversy there's um a lot of like a lot of right wing <laughs> controversy okay about- yeah how John Malkovich is the bad guy because he's the white guy. He's not bad. Well, I know he's a good. He's a, actually a good character. He's it's not a baddie. Insane. Mm. But um, here you go. Just one one review for you. One <laughs> star out of ten. Politically correct piffle. Um, pretty good if you watch it blindfolded. So I don't know. Maybe that's that's praise for the soundtrack. I assume. Um, oh. And why is Malkovich the bad guy when everything he says turns out to be right? Because he's a white guy. He should have got a medal to put on his shotgun. Um, not sure what that. He's not. Yes, he's but, not even um, the bad guy. Well, that's ridiculous. Tell Len that that's a ridiculous review that he left. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that really positive bird boxy note, um, I think that's it for this film. It was a decent watch, I think. It's worth watching just to see what all the hype is about and just to see what where the memes come from, I guess, if you're yeah. in two minds. I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you haven't already um, watched it. Yes. But if you haven't... No, some people do. Yeah. We have some people do. Lonely. Some people plenty do. plenty of people that will listen yeah. to this going, well, I'm interested to know what it's about, but I have no interest in watching the film, that will now listen to this and go, I was correct, I shouldn't have watched the yeah, film. Yeah, correct. Because it's, you know, left left-wing... Uh, piffle yeah <laughs> no, it's... I love that controversy um, good well yeah that's that's it for us on Bird Box um, please join us in a few weeks time when we will be doing a Oscars preview oh, yeah. we will be predicting what we think is going to win we will be discussing the nominations what should have been nominated what shouldn't um, and just dressing up putting on the glad rats and having a good old time <laughs> join us then thank you Gareth Thank you, Lucy. You're very welcome. Thank you, John. Cheers, Luce. And we'll see you soon, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.